I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. And also, activism around LGBT issues, and again, not only around marriage equality, I don't know why everything begins to focus around marriage equality. You know, it may be that marriage equality is important as a civil rights issue, but we need to go further than simply applying heteronormative standards to all people who identify as members of the LGBT community. As a matter of fact, what was so exciting about the gay rights movement during its feminist phase, I would say, was its critique of marriage especially since the institution of marriage was used in an ideological oppressive way uh, in an ideologically oppressive way against black people during slavery and then later you remember when bush argued that what people need to do is get married poor black people all they need to do is get married and suddenly all their problems are going to disappear when i say critique of marriage i'm not talking about the critique of relations of intimacy or emotional connections and the ties that we feel with people with whom we would like to spend our lives that's not what i'm talking about i'm talking about the institution as a capitalist institution that's designed to guarantee the distribution of property hey welcome to the black out tips podcast your host rod and karen yes yes i agree because women still to today consider property yeah um not to mention you know the way that we give people a tax break for getting married mm-hmm. having children yep. stuff like that like we we put things into the uh tax code and stuff to um encourage people into that and of course what that really means is that people that don't get married are paying a penalty people that can't get married are paying a penalty in a way um and that's before you get into just the way we define marriage between two people even you know so uh yeah welcome to the blackout tips uh this is one of our very special walking dead recap days you can find Yay. us on itunes stitcher automatic search the blackout tips leave us five star reviews we appreciate everybody takes time out to do that the official weapon of the show is the taser and the unofficial sport a bullet ball extreme and we gotta hurry up and do this review so let's go that's right guys we are back for season 10 episode 3 of the walking dead uh which was called ghost um as always we're gonna do our recap and get all into that but before we get started i gotta ask you karen what you think about this episode overall i enjoyed it and the walking dead uh for the first time in a long time i got scared I mean, I'm not trying to be funny. Like, you know, when it first started, it, it started off a certain way, but they did some shit. I was like, oh shit, what? The, like, for the for the first time in a long time, I was asking questions, trying to figure out what was happening. Yeah, it felt like a Halloween spooky episode. Yes, it did. Even though I'm not sure if this is the last episode before Halloween or not, I don't, I don't have kids, so I don't know when that is. But um, I don't know. It felt that way, like if it was a tv show on a different channel this would be the special halloween episode yes like the simpsons you know with ghost i mean it was even called ghost ah! you know um anyway i broke down the review into things that happened in alexandria and things that happen at the north border mm-hmm. um now everything kind of goes in the same direction until we get to um a certain point and then we'll have to branch off the stories um so yeah we'll uh We'll, we'll go ahead and get into this and i'll go ahead and share my screen so that when we get to youtube 
uh hopefully you already be up and running yeah hopefully uh so this episode was basically the real world and by the real world i mean the tv show the real world Ah! it was about when they have no sleep and everyone has sleep deprivation oh my goodness what happens when people stop being polite and start being real come on welcome to the real world alexandria yeah what happens when you keep people up for hours and hours on end yeah the opening was really unique because it started and it was like 6 a.m we show carol hit her alarm clock she takes a pill when she wakes up then we see laura the savior that has a neck tat mm-hmm. uh i think that's her that uh one of those old saviors uh she was killing some walkers with this dude they was having a good time just ah, ha 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 we're killing walkers mm-hmm. it's such an easy day you know they was they was like this episode started like they were actually having a great time yes it did we're all right guys hey if you point at the camera and weaken and their name will pop up it was a Jeffrey D. morgan that's nigging it was a sitcom opening episode at first um so it's 6 a.m you know you have like them killing some walkers laughing about it then she looks over and sees like a bigger group of walkers coming and she picks up the walkie talkie to radio back um then from this point on it becomes basically a montage and so it's like you know 6 a.m then it's like four hours later killing some walkers uh five hours later uh there's a bigger group of walkers um and it gets up to like 13 hours later and so you see that um the help that laura radioed back for has arrived and they've been fighting walkers for six seven hours Mm -hmm. and then you see in 13 hours later aaron is leading the crew out to switch with them to go kill walkers in this field Mm -hmm. and then like another amount of hours later and you see that eugene sees that hey it's some more walkers coming and then they have a meeting and they're like look is walkers coming from the south border area do we you know do we think that this is alpha in them because you know they they weaponize zombies they send hordes at people they send you know they hide amongst the hordes and then they attack you and stuff and you know like i said once again in live action it's much more trippier than on the comic book because you know every time i see them fight zombies now i'm like one of these motherfuckers could just start stabbing people and our crew would know yeah our crew wouldn't know it was them until you getting stabbed right um and so um they were like yeah it might be her and michonne they they show a montage of them killing zombies for 44 hours straight y'all and then michonne goes back to the house and rick jr is asleep judith is up and she's like you know we're not supposed to go to sleep unless it's safe and, Mich- and she said uh michonne's like yeah i know and then she says well is it safe and then michonne gets a walkie-talkie alert and she just was like oh, i gotta go and then she goes back out there returns to duty and she looks through walkie-talk through the um not walkie-talkie through the uh binoculars mm-hmm. and she sees you know of course more walkers coming from the south but then she w- looks around the corner and sees is walkers coming from the other direction from the mm-hmm. north too and that's when the the walking dead theme plays i was like oh this ain't good enough i around to be surrounded yeah now at this point what did you think was happening did you think that the the alpha and them were sending waves of zombies at them no in my because in my mind i was thinking not trying to find, i was like 
from where they were i was like they couldn't have got there that quick okay like like in my mind i i really think that the satellite crashed mm. and you know it burned acres it didn't it didn't like light up and y'all know how zombies do and they kind of showed us that they go in a direction they just keep going into that direction until something distracts them or pulls them in another direction i hear you now i won't lie at this point i was thinking it was the um whisperers mm. and i was like because i remember the whisperers saying they was gonna teach them a lesson mm-hmm. they had to be punished um alpha was making that eye contact with carol like at the end of the last episode like i know y'all niggas been all up in my border it's time to go ahead and send some uh some waves of zombies at y'all ass and destroy where y'all live yeah and also i i thought about you know it is not that they fuck with time but i was like the conversation that they had about going back could have been happening at the same time that this incident was happening too and we just wouldn't know it mm-hmm. so that's what i was thinking oh wow yeah yeah i'm not knocking okay. what i'm not trying to say this to knock off what you were saying mm-hmm. i'm just saying what i was thinking okay but 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 that's but that's how i came up to that conclusion. yeah i mean you know we'll get to it but ultimately you were right and i was wrong but this at this time i was thinking oh because and then the other reasons because we saw alpha and carol at the same time i was mm-hmm. like well they are back yep so i thought oh they're sending these these walkers like fucking with them for some reason mm-hmm. to maybe wear them down again like they did in the woods that time before they disarmed everybody i just right. didn't know why um but anyway um oh and also uh because well that may or may not have been true but i was thinking well they're coming from so many directions but you know the way alpha and them do all they had to do was space out and you could have them coming from different directions yeah right so a representative from the whisperers shows up gamma uh and she tells the alpha uh she tells them that alpha wants to meet them on the north border and they tell her to call off the walkers and she's like this ain't us we're not sending these walkers um and the thing i thought about here was like one can you even trust them but you know so far with the whispers they don't lie Mm -mm. you know they they kind of tell you straight up like this is what we're gonna do to y'all um and if y'all don't do what we say d- then you just gotta deal get down and lay down and she tells them come unarmed to the north border and alpha wants to talk to y'all and you know they of course you know like should we do that carol's like nah don't even go up there unarmed carol's like fuck that bitch fuck that bitch fuck her right um and so of course she you know gamma walks off and 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 leaves um i also gotta i like what they did here because i feel like if this was a season or two ago this episode will probably just have gamma in it in placeholder for alpha or something mm-hmm. like they did with negan where he had all these henchmen and shit um but in this case they're just like no no she's a henchwoman and you'll see gamma, alpha later right so in a town meeting they you know they call a town meeting because they basically figure they got about an hour until one herd gets here and it's, it's thick uh i forget what eugene said it was as thick as but he, it was something ridiculous uh and then um the they one. have another one coming from the north about two hours that's two hours away and not as thick and so um while they're talking about the meeting um they basically accuse they're like lydia we know this your mama because lydia of course is a former whisperer and lydia's like no my mama don't do stuff like this if my mama wanted to come and attack y'all she sent that whole horde of uh tens of thousands of zombies that y'all saw she just sent all them motherfuckers at y'all at the same time hide amongst them and kill y'all right like if she really wanted y'all dead yeah because at the end of the day there is no getting away from that many fucking zombies Mm-mm. um and so she's like you know this send a wave send a wave send a wave shit that's not what my mama does 
and you know they kind of don't believe her right because nobody trusts lydia uh except for henry god rest the dead right um and so then um she michelle's like well then why did they send somebody for us to meet at the border because they feel like oh it was an ultimatum we they sent the zombies until we go like meet us at the border then we'll stop sending zombies it's like she said no y'all crossed over into our border Mm-hmm. and y'all got an answer for that and so then um eugene is like well you know it could be the satellite uh and they like they basically call him they a was like boo this man boo, <laughs> boo throwing shit at him he was like, i know what i'm talking about you're right <laughs> like they basically hit him with the nerd <laughs> yes like he they, was they, back in high school they hit him like the uh like the uh apollo with the the clown to come out and sweep you away right like they it was fucked up how they went in on him right and he was like y'all do know that the satellite crashed and it made like it was a fuck like y'all we were all putting out the fire right y'all know it was acres and acres of a bright not ass just, flame not just the fire it had like a sonic boom when it hit the atmosphere right which probably drew zombies we saw it draw zombies from all over the place and we saw even the um the whisperers lose control of a herd because um and they was far away yeah because of that so yeah but yeah he was like it could be the zombies all time to I, all i was trying to say was that y- y- y'all know it, it could be the zombies y'all hey i mean <laughs> sit down and they did not want to hear jack shit he had to say right <laughs> sit your ass down gotta like, be smart and shit no <laughs> <laughs> like they they really uh they really were not fucking with him on any level Mm-mm. and uh the people that did it were the um the highway men mm-hmm. the ones that remained you yep, know they were mad don't they- you shut the fuck up nobody here wants to listen to your misguided bullshit they was hot <laughs> they was like nope we don't care um and the highway man was like we just want revenge they took our leader put his head on one of the sticks and y'all might be with the shits uh whatever y'all might not be with the shits but we are we wants to fuck her up let us let a dozen of us go to the meeting we'll kill her and we're gonna end all this and you know carol kind of had that look like "Mm mm-hmm you know because people want revenge man that's the hardest thing in the z-pock like you might have greater ideas of peace and all this stuff but when people want revenge what do you do yeah yeah it's, it's revenge and also particularly with carol she's been around long enough to know that this ain't like we're going to have to fight like yes it's revenge mixed in with y'all know we're gonna have to fuck them up right like we 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 can't sit back and not do anything we've we've been around too long we dealt with too many groups to know that we just cannot sit back well also they killed henry correct who was basically her son Mm -hmm. and so she's not on it like yeah you're right that there's some practical aspects to that but she's also very much like i fucking want this woman dead look what she took from me mm-hmm. you know and so you can't really uh dismiss that and oh no you know she she's basically um she's basically down with that shit so um yeah they so um the highway men you know they essentially are just like we don't give a fuck there's nothing y'all can do uh to make to make us like bow down blah 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 and so when this is happening sadiq actually gets a panic attack mm-hmm um and i don't know if he just got a panic attack for a panic attack because um 
people were getting excited and yelling or or he or the thought of having to go to battle i don't know what it was right, but something but he excused it. himself and michelle noticed it mm-hmm. uh, he's like oh i gotta i gotta go i just gotta get out of here for a second i get some air um and so then um michelle basically gets everybody under control by being like hey so what's the plan after you kill alpha right because they still got more uh zombies and shit than us uh they got these walkers that they can just send at us this horde of people and and we'll just have killed their leader but they still got other people in the organization like what's the plan for all that y'all gonna kill you know a couple thousand zombies just a, a piece like what the fuck yeah and, and, and that's one of those things where she brought it back down to reality she was like hey, hey okay oh you know, it's one of them things where when people say shit like this you go okay i'm going to listen to you do you have a better plan because because like, like like i'm not shooting down your plan and i, I even understand your anger but you have to give me something strategic or else what you're saying is pointless and it's also that thing where people are mad mm-hmm. um and they're and they're just mad at whoever's in charge because they've decided that that person ain't shit mm-hmm. um and it's like okay cool so what's your better idea and it's like well i haven't thought that far yet i just want to be mad at you because we ain't going to war i want revenge and yeah so then that we w- go to war and everybody dies hey. you don't look at me like hey sorry can I ask you a question? No. That was basically Michonne in that scene. Mm-mm, mm-mm. No, you can you cannot ask me a question. And you know it's one of those things where the boss goes, "Any better ideas? And anybody else got any better ideas?" And they, you know, and 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 she wasn't asking in a rude or mean way, but her thing was like, "Hey, if you got anything better, like like I'm willing to do any option, like like I okay okay we go out there then what? You kill him? Okay then what? Well, then, I think she was being rude and mean, but I think uh, everybody was being rude and mean. Like they had slept in two three days now because yeah. they've been fighting zombies, been exhausted, and this was you know the real world you know like they, everybody was basically being like well what the fuck you want to do then huh you know you can't kill them with just attitude then what are we gonna do right um so then um she says uh we're tired and we're on edge and it's going to get worse before it gets better but we aren't going to get through all of that if we do not act as one right and so she comes over with a plan we're gonna form three groups abe's gonna lead i mean aaron's gonna lead the group gabe's gonna lead the group and aaron's gonna take a group to the south with a few fighters and kill the like the the uh zombie group that's not that uh thick and then gabe is gonna go to the front gate and get kill all the walkers that's in the big herd and um michelle's gonna lead a group to meet alpha and it's got daryl and carol in mm-hmm. it and laura um and carol was like are we really about to go up there with no guns because that was the the thing and then daryl was like we don't have a choice and michonne was like you know uh that's what she want or whatever and carol was like uh okay and then she went to her room and she grabbed a small gun yeah because that thing was like we get up here and she killed us and we have no way of defending ourselves and we're right. just dead and nobody we don't come back for days and won't nobody know what the fuck happened to us well not just that but what if you, it's a double cross right what if they kidnap us what if they decide to kill us there like what if they do like a negan thing and one of y'all gotta die to prove a point mm-hmm. you know so meanwhile in the there's infighting amongst the groups of people that are uh killing zombies in town um negan is there burying zombie bodies and shit for people but uh aaron needs more fighters mm-hmm. and gabe says take negan and aaron's like fuck that shit we're good 
you're low on soldiers already the one oh and also i have to say this was so badass aaron has a prosthesis for his arm that is a mace yes a spiked iron mace that shit was so dope um but yeah uh back to the thing uh, him and have Gabe. a fighting fatigue. Negan has only been on cleanup duty. He said we're good. Hey, uh, Gabe. Can I? Look, man, if it's all the same, I just just stay here and pick tomatoes and bury corpses. He needs you out there. Yeah, I need me in here, especially on a day like today. Look around. Everybody's amped to 11, pissed at the skin, stirring shit up with each other. I told you, I don't want any of those hateful vibes taken out on me. It's Aaron. He's a saint. I just want to stay here. Can you just do me that solid game? You can fight. You are low on fighters. Peanut butter, meat, jelly. You're taking him. End of discussion. That was Gabe's um, do you have McDonald's money moment. Right, because he was like, uh, this doesn't make no sense. He's able-bodied, and I understood, I understood his position, but I understood Negan like, he don't want me out there like the fuck is this like I'm, well, the, I'm good the other thing is like i like the way they wrote it with Negan. it's not like he's trying to be he a hero or altruistic Mm-mm. he's just like man it's dangerous out there i know how pissed off everybody is mm-hmm. you can't trust anybody you can't watch your back these motherfuckers might you know get a bright idea stab me in the back while i'm out there right or let me get bit by some zombies mm-hmm. let me just fucking you know stay in the walls where it's safe and y'all deal with this shit you know i get his point and i like that they wrote it that way as opposed to him being like you know you know yeah let's go do it or whatever like it just felt authentic that he would be like you know well if you don't want me out there i don't have to go you know and negan's outside of the walls and even when he was inside of the walls in the prison he was still aware of like the atmosphere and what was happening around right i mean he talked to lily just two weeks ago or whatever about Mm -hmm. it so all right back to this So, that's awesome. Good Com- on you. Complimenting the stump to use. He's uh, complimenting the mace on Aaron's arm, and of course, in the most Negan way possible. Mm-hmm. Putting the old stump to use. Mm-hmm. He cannot help but be a dick. Right. <clears throat> He's just a toned down version of a dick. Yeah i'm trying to think what was this part uh oh when oh okay let me let me fast forward a little bit because there's uh they're gonna get back to some more stuff that i care about um so then um after they do that they go they go out and they fight zombies right Mm -hmm. and aaron and negan are fighting these zombies together and negan has a broomstick and aaron of course has his badass mace and Negan mm. finds a tire iron on the ground and he's like, oh, cool, I can use this. Yeah, like, I'm not killing shit with this. Right. Oh, it's a crowbar, my bad. Drop it. Come on, I'm pretty sure. Uh, sure that God put this here for a reason to help me help put you. Put it down. But we both know that this broomstick ain't cutting it. Uh, 
I am trying to make things better. I, I am not that guy that you think. Three coming in. They're on your side. Okay. <laughs> I am on it, boss. <laughs> You're such a dick. Yes. He gives a double thumbs up and a smile. <laughs> like he did everything except okay master to do some yeah, sauce he was short of it. he might as well have said master he was like he did everything except that shit oh what a dick uh so then um rosita and eugene are at the gate front gate taking care of zombies mm-hmm. and she thanks him for coming out with her and he's like i can go all night and she's like um no you can't and i taught you how to fight what are we talking about right right well yeah she's like i know you can't go all night but i appreciate you anyway Mm -hmm. and he's like here for the duration or whatever and they start stabbing zombies and then negan and aaron have another fight i'm like damn boy y'all are arguing like an old married couple Mm -hmm. like every time like clearly this nigga does not want to be out here with negan Mm -mm, and that's what he tried to tell abe like i i could tell by the look in his eye i'm safer actually being inside these walls right um and so um what happens is they're fighting and negan go ahead and pick that crowbar back up right because he's tired of uh toughing it out with it with a broomstick yeah it's like i'm not a fucking witch like it's hard to kill the motherfuckers with a broomstick and now it's nighttime they've been fighting for hours once again people stop being polite start being real and there's no time for niceness anymore <laughs> oh and negan also notices that he has a rash on his arm this is important it comes back up later but he notices like you know from killing these zombies somehow something's gotten on his arm that's giving him a rash at first i thought maybe he had got bitten or something mm, but it's but not yeah, that you can tell the skin bubbled up yeah yeah hey you uh what did i say i had to did you not see this he throws him a rope. You want me to hang myself? Tie up. I'm taking you back. Taking me back? That is the best freaking news I've had all day. But I am not tying up like some POW. Yes, you are. Or what, cowboy? <laughs> Aaron pulled out a knife. You know what I see. I see someone that's pretending. Come on, man. Let's go. And tripped him. Jesus. (laughs) You just tripped me. (laughs) Yeah, he looking like, you ain't no killer. Well, it's not just that. He's like, that's so immature. Like, what the fuck? Like, it's almost like you've been better off stabbing me. What the fuck is that? (laughs) Right? Like, you tripped me like a fucking sixth grader or some shit? Like you know he just called him a pretender so yeah you know a real one probably would have stabbed him up or something hit him upside the head is he looking like i know you're angry but you ain't really trying to fuck me up because you would have did that by now right trip me what are you 12 what the hell is wrong with you i've been putting my neck on a block for you people all goddamn day you don't give a damn now of course this is when aaron decides to uh to give up to give him the read because you know aaron's been sitting here his whole life uh i mean this whole time mad uh since the fucking battle with the um 
shit since the they fought the saviors the first time mm-hmm. and so he's and he lost jesus he's lost his, he's lost eric mm-hmm. and you know negan ain't respecting him so it, this is his moment to give his monologue and let him know how he feels you told hoppo to beat me <laughs> you a dead son-in-law miss Seely. you keep on advising him like you do but I kill him dead before I let him be. This life be over soon. Heaven lasts always. Girl, you ought to bash Mrs. Head open and think about heaven later. I had to fight. I had to fight my daddy. I had to fight my uncles. I had to fight my brothers. Life I had to fight. Your child ain't safe in the family names. But I ain't never thought I had to fight in my own house. And that was that's how Aaron was feeling. Come on, you had to let him know the realness. Oh, of course, it's got to freeze for a second. About us, if you gave a shit, you'd leave. That's what everyone needs. I did what I had to do back then. What did you say? I don't know. Open that up. (laughs) Tell me why the love of my life had to die. Okay. One simple fact. One truth kept my people going. If you don't protect what belongs to you, then sooner or later, it belongs to someone else. That goes for your land, your wallet, your home, your country everything it is your job as a man to protect it it's a story of america the story of the whole goddamn world and ain't nothing changing it not you not me nobody are you saying that eric's death was my fault now this is a classic twitter technique right here right because i was like that's not what he said at all classic twitter just you say something someone comes through at the you said all that so that that, but they pick one phrase and retweet over top of the one one thing you said out of the 20 posts you made so you saying i killed my husband what no nick what are you talking about i'm talking about like systematically you know the whole (laughs) saying you gotta protect your shit you know like the system as a whole like how how do we get here i'm talking about macro not micro I see why you had to go there. Mm-hmm. That, yeah, that's a shit. That's yeah. This is this is actually a real live Twitter conversation. Low blow. Mm-hmm. Per, getting personal. Yeah, and the person was like, "Hey, you taking what I said out of context?" She was like, "Would not fuck you?" Right now, I gotta block you. You've been in my mentions all day. I'm trying to be nice. Right. I had you muted. I had you muted, dog. Now you're lying on me. You're and now your I gotta, friends. Come on now, y'all gone somewhere now. Now you make your shit up, and I gotta block you. Gonna get. Say something. Yeah. Behind you. <laughs> it was 
three walkers behind Aaron. He was talking all that shit and he didn't even notice that he was about to get crept up on. Mm-mm. Trying to do mm-hmm. his wrestling promo. <laughs> Come on. And it was also one of them things too where, uh, like I say, because it's a real life Twitter conversation, you just try and do something to provoke a response. Right. So you would have had a valid reason to fuck him up. So of course, um, this, he fights three zombies and long story short, um, the zombies have the, uh, the zombies have like this growth on them, this green flowers or something that's grown into these zombies. And one of them falls on top of Aaron. He kills it, but before he can, the, 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 the juice from the flower gets in his eye mm-hmm. and he basically can't see. Right. That's the same thing that broke, um, Negan's skin out. Right and uh and i think niggas gonna tell him before he acting a motherfucking fool exactly if you rewind the tape you'll see when negan had the tire iron he turned around and say hey man you uh and i think he was gonna say you getting uh rashes from these walkers mm-hmm. and i think he's about to tell him what the deal was but since you know of course aaron went off the fucking handle without having to you know get all the information um he ended up uh getting blinded by this shit mm-hmm. and he gets up and negan's gone Mm-hmm. and he's like negan he can't see shit negan he's like running around in the dark uh stumbling around looking for negan and he stumbles his way into an abandoned house making all the noise in the world all the goddamn noise and like your mama is when you leave dishes in the sink right and he's just clicking on switches turning on shit i know y'all didn't go to goddamn motherfucking bed <laughs> with this in here i know my floors my my feet I, my socks are gonna come off my feet what the fuck is happening in here y'all know how it is y'all might wake you up in the middle of the night you be like come on ma come come on you couldn't have waited no it's like he stumbled over a leg he tripped on a leg stepped on a lego and got his kids up but he was just stumbling real hard like i mean clanking and clacking his uh his flashlight turned on and i guess it was on his back so i guess because he was like fucking almost blind he couldn't you even see, see it um, so, um and in this house by the way we see negan's already up in here chilling on like top of the refrigerator or something he was just sitting there just chilling like like he didn't make no noise he sees mm-hmm. aaron stumbling around making all that fucking racket he don't even let aaron know he's in there mm-hmm. he just he just looking at this fool stumbling around like what the fuck happened to him some walkers come of course and they see the light in the house from the flashlight right <laughs> nigga just chilling on the couch mm-hmm. oh shit i know negan like how many of these blind dudes am i gonna have to save <laughs> right, right? <laughs> like good grief negan and the blind it's like all i do negan so negan kills the two walkers from behind yeah and uh aaron is swinging in the darkness he can't see shit right he's about to get bit my favorite part of this though is how long and i'm watching you guys are watching live in the chat watch how long negan lets this motherfucker be scared before mm-hmm. saying something because at first it's like is negan gonna kill him you know like you know negan got that crowbar now and this dude just threatened him maybe he's feeling the way 
so yeah he kills the walkers um Aaron can't see shit nigga nigga shit made me laugh so hard man oh uh, <laughs> especially the like climactic like you know because he could just swing his crowbar on his head and kill him mm-hmm. but that like climactic like crescendo in the music where it's like yeah you right? oh so good oh, i love the show how did you light switched on Flowers growing out of the walkers, hogweed. Hogweed? Nasty shit. Causes rashes, blindness. It's permanent? Sometimes. You wash your eyes out? Yeah, I used to. It's gone. Parched? Negan gives him his water. Mm-hmm. And there, drinks it. Then he helps Aaron up. Mm-hmm. This whole point is like, I'm not this asshole that you're making me out to be. Sits him on the couch. Wait. Where are you going? We keep watch. We'll leave first thing in the morning. I mean, if that's okay with you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah, he ain't got no fucking choice. Right. But yeah, it's funny. You know, this is uh real life. Of course, Aaron would have went on Twitter after this and been like, fuck Negan. Mm-hmm. He just tried to help me to make me feel bad. Come on. Because uh, cause he got to be the victim. This, right. this, this is how those conversations go, y'all. <laughs> Don't he, You know, he couldn't keep that same energy. It was very microaggressive how he saved my life and then mm-hmm. stared at me for 15 mm-hmm. seconds. The staring felt like violence yes this was violence but yeah he's such a dick man i love negan and i mean obviously aaron's rightfully pissed at this dude but you know it's been what six seven years that he was uh locked up in there it's a desperate situation where they absolutely need the help mm-hmm. and so it's like what do you want me to do dog i can let you die i can save you i can try to help your community by fighting these zombies and he did all that admirably this is now like the third or fourth time negan's kind of quote unquote proved himself since um shit since like the cage got unlocked that time he came back mm-hmm. you know because then he saved judith in the snowstorm when he nobody sure else went did. after her so like you know he seems to be on his way he may be rehabilitated rick, you know in a way rick proved him wrong yep uh so then we get to like the last scene in alexandria uh Aaron up in the morning and negan's yeah. still uh negan's still on lookout and he's like can you see me and aaron's like yeah i can see you and he's like okay cool you good we can head back and then eugene and um rosita head back to the crib i didn't make any zombies for hours right exhausted been up for days killing zombies and uh we finally get to the <laughs> we finally get to the conversation many of us have been waiting on mm-hmm. I'm tired 
You should be. You were mean as a mama wasp out there. Yeah, you were, uh, you were tough as a... A stewed skunk. <sighs> bad shit, badger. I'm pissed off by now. Yeah, all of the above. <laughs> Rosita, where's Coco? Probably sleeping. Well, He's like, because I got some measurements I need to do. Need to, need to weigh the baby. I need to... See how many inches been grown today? Mm-hmm. I think he confused my query for her action when I was trying to discern locale. She's with Barbara. Is that okay? It's just... That little nugget can't grow up without her mama. I went out with you today to protect you because... Protect I me? I See? Can't. That's why he done fucked up. Yeah, I don't know how to talk. Rosita, and plus Rosita, you know, she all edge. She been... She done worked herself in shape to kill again. She taught him how to kill. Then lost that baby weight. Like, she's... She, she, she with Gabe you know like, nigga i'm taekwondoing over here what is what is your problem right i don't need your help I thought you had a fight rosina <laughs> damn it eugene you and i are never going to happen you are not coco's father we are not together i need you to hear that I'm sorry that was harsh. I'm I'm just I'm so tired. I know And that's like that's why I came off like that. She was like, I'm tired. Like I need for you to understand we could be friends, but it is never gonna be anything beyond that point. Yeah, every and the thing is everyone this is the theme of the episode. Niggas are getting tired, people was bringing that reel out and not everybody was able to handle that shit and she just basically said something that she has been trying to tell him many times at this point right um and he just hasn't been accepting of it you know um he's nice guy tm you know i I was doing all this because i think one day i'm gonna finally get get this girl and it's like well no that's your fantasy but in my real life i'm not thinking about you that way Mm -mm. and uh it's a cool conversation to have on the show Are you familiar with the expression a drunk mind speaks a sober heart? No. And that's when I was like, oh, she was sorry, but she ain't sorry. Right. Like, she's sorry it came out so bold Gosh. or whatever. Yeah, so hard, but she ain't sorry what she said. That's right. how she feels. But she's like, I want you to understand. I don't mind having you around. I enjoy your help and stuff, but me and you will never be. She's annoyed. Oh. And of course, uh, this is when YouTube takes its time to start. Yeah. <laughs> now we got the spin. When under the influence, inhibitions are lowered, secrets and truths pour out. Pun intended. Sleep deprivation lowers inhibition, enhances impulsivity in a similar mm-hmm. manner. That's when you say, it's not going to happen. It's unfiltered truth straight from your ticker. I've been trying to tell you that. And I did not listen. Because I thought that perhaps someday there might be something special between you and yours truly. There's nothing there. There never was. You think our friendship is just nothing? They fucked up again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but this is how, I mean, this thing is a Z-Pac show. It's whatever. But this is a conversation that people have all the time about men and their ownership of women mm-hmm. like if i am romantically attracted to you 
then therefore you need to drop everything for me and if you're not going to return that then uh, you're useless then we might as well not even be friends have any level of relationship like there's nothing you can do for me nothing other than to be my girlfriend or whatever and i'm not saying only men do this obviously but the friend zone thing is a thing that mostly is geared towards men talking about um sex or relationships because we just were taught you go pursue a woman and then you get the woman and it's just all about how hard you pursue and all this shit as opposed to just women are autonomous they have, they make decisions they might not want to be with your ass despite how it hard you try yeah it doesn't mean you're a good or bad person they just they want somebody other than you and that's right. okay you know oh, here we go it's him his awkwardness too is that your unfiltered truth I don't mean to eat sorrow by the spoonful in front of you, but I'm in the midst of experiencing a crushing moment of clarity. Breathing. <laughs> <laughs> whole friendship is premised on my mistaken belief that perhaps someday I could change your mind, that you would see I was worthy enough of being rezoned in a love town. <laughs> Rezoned in the love Lord. Only my man, Eugene. <laughs> You're going to annex me in? What the hell is this? I was hoping to, you know, gentrify your tenderloins, hopefully. Uh, <laughs> just, you know, one day possibly. Uh, <laughs> you know, if I could maybe, you know, gender my, g- gerrymander that booty. Uh, but it uh, does not look like that is in the plans. I, do, I do, you know, you redlining me. So I guess <laughs> I'll go this way, ma'am. I'd love to be in the uh, proximity of your neighborhood association. You know, <laughs> and, uh, I can see that's not going to happen now. <laughs> what kind of friend is that? I'm sorry. And then he leaves sadly. And he he even hit the little trot at the very end. That's like uh when uh DJ Pooh ran to the car on Friday. Yes. Like, he gonna cry in the car. Oh man. So good. But uh yeah, man. Looks like he got he got rezoned in the love town. <laughs> he not rezoned. gonna get he not gonna get rezoned in the love town, dog. Then got redlined in the friendshipville. Come on the friendship annex over there come on oh eugene yeah you crack me up um so then that's all that happened in alexandria really Mm-mm. what else happened in alexandria Me- i got some stuff that happened north of the border no remember um what's your mccall having a panic attack and old boy came and they had oh we'll get to that that's okay. that's north of the border stuff oh because it got something to do with carol okay yeah i thought of everything boo uh so then north of the border we got the meet up uh michelle carol daryl laurel and some extras uh meet with the out with alpha at the border mm-hmm. and you know um it's it's dark they meet right at the the kill them sticks mm-hmm. so those sticks that they put the pikes that they put all the dead people's heads on last last year that's the meeting that's the border spot and they all like line up there and they're looking into the territory and they see uh carol sees the h for where henry's head was mm-hmm. um and now of course their heads aren't on the sticks and the stakes anymore but you know and just that you know you're reminded of that horrible get death. on board or get out of the what? way 
that's not what i meant to do oh. they're reminded of you're reminded of the terrible death and how remember didn't they let the 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 heads turn to zombies or something mm-hmm. like they didn't even like keep them from being zombies Mm-mm. so you know they wait there and then alpha eventually comes up um to meet them heads up No, in real life, this probably takes like 10 minutes so you can keep the other zombies from not coming over there. Right. Oh my god, I love the way the actress that plays Alpha just moves. Mm -hmm. She moves just like the zombies. There is one rule between our people. One law. Well, I'm not even talking about just when she's in, in zombie mode even when she's talking to people she's like almost like a snake or an animal mm-hmm. the way she moves like with her head first and her body bent down like she's gonna pounce on you it's fucking amazing i love it stay where you are yet you disobey Fire. see how she walking like almost like she's stalking prey mm-hmm. like it's fucking it's like i love it it's so it's That's such a good acting terrifying choice. yeah like she just walks up on you like she's you know like like you like your mama came in the house and you didn't defrost that chicken come on did you no. know you were supposed to <laughs> one law stay where you are yet you disobey the fire would have destroyed your land fire's nature to burn we have no conflict with nature it could have wiped out one of our communities we were not going to sit back and let that happen. You can understand that. We crossed one time. Three times. And that's when I said, Ooh! What? Yeah, so everybody didn't go back. They had people just randomly spying and watching them. They, I mean, it makes you think back to all those scenes we've watched in the past where, like, they crossed into the border and they show walkers in the background, but you never really know if they're with alpha or not you just Mm-mm. assume you assume that they're not because we saw because ain't nobody actually responding well we saw also that alpha had um gone to the south right so they show oh they're migrating in the south they're not even up there and so you know in my mind i'm like oh so then they can't possibly know what our crew's up to they're just using fear to keep our crew on their own side right right but she must have a spy either a spy in their camp which mm. is possible i mean i don't know who it would be exactly i, I mean it could maybe be uh people probably gonna think lydia or sadiq maybe i don't think it's either one of them yeah i'm just saying you know yeah. but these are the possibilities because mm-hmm. yeah, how does she true. know exactly three times um and as soon as she said three times i said oh shit she knows like this isn't a guess this isn't her being like probably three she knows and then she goes into further detail during the fire, you walked my land. And during the winter storm, you walked my land. During your search along the river, you and the man with the metal arm walked my land. Down with a few times. feet then. Mm-hmm. And he, she told her him, she was like, don't cross. Right. And that was, um, that was also when um, Aaron crossed that bridge and shit too, right? Mm-hmm. Wow. Wow, they really everywhere. We are 
always watching the other part is too that's creepy he killed those zombies on the bridge so mm-hmm. if it, you would think well it's one of them and he kills the zombies on the bridge someone still saw that and it's not like before where they used to show us somebody was watching them from the woods they don't do them scenes no more it's just mm-hmm. just nigga they they got motherfucking dvr or some shit they watching these episodes like we are at home like uh-huh. these niggas are across the land again <laughs> i'm always watching on hulu i got <laughs> i got the dvr live package <laughs> I tell you about crossing my border. You have to be punished. So the zombie people whisper start pulling out weapons. Of course, they've given up their weapons except for Carol, who got a gun in what? the back, small of her back. I consider context. There will be no bloodshed this time. So what do you want? Land. The creek that winds into the valley. That is your new southern border. We will mark the new border to the north. That'll cut off our hunting grounds. We don't have to stand here and listen to this. Carol! To this... What? To this bullshit. That's it. Come on, we're done. Let's go. Carol and Alpha now about to have a white woman. May I speak to the manager off? Come on. Everybody won't speak to him. We're not. Not until this one lowers her eyes to my feet. I don't. <laughs> Carol. I was like, you got, like, she looked like, oh, we both got the same privilege. No, I don't think so, ma'am. <laughs> Carol is not scared of this woman. Mm-mm. Oh, it don't Do matter. Do you want the smoke, bruv? Yeah. <laughs> she, is, she is all the way <laughs> ride or die on this shit. And this is Alpha's, like, kiss my converse moment and carol's like fuck that shit yeah if i die i die i refuse right i'd rather die come on you took everything from me anyway (laughs) oh man that is ridiculous i look at you and i feel nothing at all is that right blonde boy he screamed your name just before we took his head Carol pulled out the gun, tried to shoot Alpha. Michonne pulled her arm down, so she shot the ground instead. Now, what I think is interesting about this, they've watched them so closely, they know who's related to who. Mm-hmm. You know, so she actually was like, she knew that would get under Carol's skin. Mm-hmm. And that to say that that Henry called called for her name before they Re- killed Regardless him. if that's a fact or not. Yeah, it, it probably didn't matter. happen that way, but right. it don't matter. Mm-mm. Like, because why would he say carol before she died like it's it's just like these motherfuckers are so ridiculously evil i apologize for my friend 
not slept. And you know what she lost. I forgive you, mother to mother. This is my land now. And she picks up the stake that was Henry's head stake. Mm-hmm. And the rest of the walker, uh, whisperers walk up and they take the rest of the stakes too. And of course, Carolyn then walk away. Like, ugh. and then just the psychological effect of pulling up Henry's stake on purpose. Like, uh, Alpha's just some other shit, man. And, um, I really do think she let Carol live because that's her weakness is that motherhood shit. Mm-hmm. So then, um, they uh leave and in the woods they have a little meet powwow a little meet a uh, little meeting and they decide they can't head back this late so uh oh no no, no they decide they're gonna stay in the woods and they need to find somewhere um you know like we're just gonna make camp tonight and so michonne goes to carol and says i know what you're going through and carol cuts off and says the bitch has to die like what is we talking about here (laughs) and then she walks off daryl tells michonne like you know carol ain't been sleeping since she got off the boat maybe she should have stayed on the boat maybe that's where she can she was at peace it seems like it well doesn't it's weird because two weeks ago daryl was asking her to stay and she was asking daryl to come with her Mm -hmm. and so she decided to stay maybe for daryl i don't know right but she clearly um can't take being there and living under this fucking you know this woman that killed her her son Mm-mm, you know she has a lot to, to do why she probably left in the first place right and uh he's like she's not even sleeping she taking you know taking these pills or whatever in the woods all by herself carol's checking her gun to make sure it's loaded it's only got like a couple bullets left i think three and then she sees three whisperers in the back of the woods and shoots at them and they run off and then she runs after them she trips daryl and michonne come over and they help her up and she's like i just saw three whispers you know and then carol and michonne's like you know spread out get to the east do this uh capture don't kill and you know they come back at the commercial no one can find the whispers so knowing that she's been up all night she's been looking kind of raggedy uh she you know uh acting erratic and my thing is wow how would you find them like they would know where to hide like they're not yeah yeah but they think maybe she's been up so long she's just you know erratic and maybe she's seeing things or mistook Mm. like mistook something for them or something like they're they're like i don't know if she's okay um and so uh michonne is like are you okay because i saw you saw um i saw you take how long you been taking them pills and carol's like man it ain't the pills i can't we can't stay out here and daryl's like well let's find a place that got some walls and they come to a school an abandoned school they check it out there's no zombies in it for the most part i think they kill a few but it's clear and then carol picks up a home economics book that she almost like she kind of kicked in on the floor Mm -hmm. and she looks down at it and looks up and then looks back down at it and instead of the woman on the cover like serving food to the kids uh her family is now carol on the cover with all the kids and it's all the kids that have ever died under carol's like watch Mm -hmm. lizzie and mika i think were her names Mm -hmm. it was uh Uh, henry uh uh, drum got drum drum drop boy uh chocolate gum drop boy 
i know the names karen i'm gonna oh. do the real names sam was one of the names <laughs> and of course sophia her her original daughter mm-hmm. so these are the <laughs> gumdrop yeah. i thought it was cookies no it's cookies but uh we was joking about how uh they was going through that he didn't want to go and how them zombies uh, su- uh, uh ate him oh. like a chocolate gumdrop oh yeah he did yeah i forgot about that so yeah but it's all those people and then she looks like looks down again because uh daryl says come on and she looks down at the book and it's back to normal mm-hmm. so at this point now we have reason to think maybe those weren't whispers in the woods because up until that point we didn't know she was tripping balls off of them pills okay like we knew we like we knew she had been up but it's carol you know what i'm saying like sure she brought a gun to the swap meet but is that really bad like and 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 i guess for me i thought she really did initially see them mm -hmm. because i was like it will make sense alpha wouldn't just let them just stroll away like they would follow you probably all the way back home to be sure you went home yeah yeah i mean i'm not that's what i'm saying originally i thought that too okay and then she okay. starts seeing shit and i was like right. I, maybe she didn't see that shit you know what i mean like how maybe she all really wasn't out there yeah like i mean you hope that she wasn't bullshitting but okay how the fuck could i possibly know that shit now um and so then um carol takes another no dose and she tells daryl i'll take first watch and this is where it got real real trippy um because uh she starts having another like series of either hallucinations or imaginings whatever you call it um daryl comes over while she's on guard duty with her with her alarm clock (coughs) i was just thinking about my dad he was a trucker he used to tell Merle and I all these crazy stories about his trips. This one time, he was flying through Kentucky on I-66 and it's pitch black outside. He sees this girl up on the side of the road. Looks like she's crying. As it gets closer, the girl steps right out under the freeway right in front of his truck. He slams on the brakes, calls the local PD. Gets out and goes looking for her. Oh, she ain't there. He looks under the cab, nothing. Under the tires, nope. She's not around. No dent in the grill, no blood, no nothing. How's that possible? There was no girl. See, my dad didn't sleep much either. Sometimes he'd stay up 24 hours just to make one of his runs. You stay up that long, you start seeing things. Daryl, I'm not a meth-snorting truck driver like you. First of all, kick claws, okay? You didn't have to take it to meth-snorting. I just said he was a truck driver, ma'am, okay? <gasps> uh, the other part is, this is the most backstory we've gotten from Daryl in mm-hmm. Seasons. <laughs> like, Since when Daryl, yeah, when Daryl started telling us about his life. I think we're all shocked. I'm sorry. No, you're right. It doesn't mean I'm wrong, though. 
yourself up. Don't take that. You need to sleep. So she takes the last pill and then she throws it on the bottle on the ground or whatever. Now, you know, that's also kind of, you know, kind of like, okay, that, you know, that, that was a, a interaction where, you know, her and Daryl have a relationship and maybe came over to try to communicate with her and, 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 you know, kind of save her or whatever. And at that point, yeah, she may have hallucinated about the econ book, but, i'm like maybe she's okay you know and if she's just pushing herself too hard and she needs to stop taking the pills but that doesn't necessarily mean that carol is like lying about those walkers that she saw in the woods or anything like that mm-hmm. um so then um she has another wild dream and daryl wakes her up and she looks and sees that her she only has one bullet left in the in the gun uh and she decides to go uh exploring the i think she takes another pill and then she start, decides to go to exploring the like um area of the school rather than to go to sleep mm-hmm. you know which you know he was like you know take go to sleep or whatever um and that dream was so vivid that this time she uh when she wakes up she says something like to his dad about something to him about his dad yeah, being a truck, truck driver. driver and daryl's like my dad wasn't a truck driver because they never talked about his dad they talked about his abuse but they i don't think they really ever said what he did for a living or anything and that's when i'm like did she make up that entire fucking sit down with daryl because i thought mm-hmm. that was real me too and now i'm like okay like the whole time is making me be like so were those people in the woods or not yeah like okay babe you need to rest right like because that was vivid as fuck and realistic so then she gets up and now we're watching this like is this real so she walks in um and she's like hallucinating too she looks through a glass window into like a door a cracked glass window it's got blood on it and it looks like there's a zombie in there or a little girl with her head down I don't know if that's supposed to be Sophia or what. She walks away from the door. Mom. And she hears Henry's voice mm-hmm. coming out of the door. I was like, oh, she's hallucinating. Mom. And you even see Henry behind the door. She turns around, it's gone. <laughs> and then she sees a walker, a, a, a whisperer with a knife trying to stab her. And she wakes up. She jolts awake. She will sleep again. I'm like, what the fuck is happening? Hi. She's losing it. You alright? Freddy Krueger fucking with Where'd her. You go? What? You've been gone a half hour. Uh-huh. Patrol. Thought I heard something. She's been gone in half hour. Mm-hmm. I'm fine. This isn't your dad seeing a ghost. What? <laughs> Story of the girl. Your dad was a truck driver. My dad wasn't a truck driver. <laughs> They're like what the fuck are you on what is in them pills are you on oxy is that what's happening (laughs) the alarm goes off shifts up she goes back for the pills again come on don't take that 
Like wow. them shits like Tic Tacs. Gotta be the side effect of this Adderall or whatever the fuck she taking. Gotta be a side effect to have hallucinations after that many. It's probably expired. You know it is. One hour. Huh? The gun got one bullet left. So you couldn't see it that fast on here, but a shadow goes on the other side of the glass where she's at, and she's following the shadow to the to the gymnasium. Mm-hmm. And now the gymnasium is open, like someone cracked the lock or something, but the door is open and she walks in she sees uh i think gamma is who karen said it is Mm -hmm. um and gamma backs away into the darkness so carol can't really see her and i'll just skip forward but she lures carol into a trap Mm -hmm. and carol gets her foot caught in a rope and held upside down like an old school trap and then gamma comes up and walks towards it carol pulls out a knife and tries to like uh stab her and swing her knife at her and she ducks it and the division she starts screaming like actually for help oh well we'll get to that okay so then after that gamma turns around and blends into a bunch of zombies that she's led into the building right. and as the zombies start coming towards a uh carol shoots her gun one time and then um she starts screaming for help for daryl to come nobody's coming she pulls out her knife she stabs a couple walkers in the head she reaches up she cuts her leg free of the rope lands on top of the walkers that she killed and then she proceeds to kill the rest of the walkers by herself the whole fucking room and then the alarm thing goes off and she's standing there in the middle of the gym by herself a bunch of dead zombies around her and she has i believe a glass uh shard sticking out of her arm Mm mm-hmm a badass come on your, your fave your fave could never could never like that's why carol is the impossible white man of the show is because i'm not gonna front i said is this how she does like because she i mean you're sleep deprived you're upside down you only got one bullet it's a herd of zombies coming at you you just got your knife and you still somehow find a way out of that Mm-hmm. And, and they find her because she probably I, i'm assuming that she walked far away from the rest of the crew mm-hmm. so they were probably trying to like where the fuck did she go that's probably what took them so long to get to her because she was so far off yeah so they do come and it's also convenient because i mean like she fired her gun and nobody came i mean right. you know walking dead shit uh <laughs> so uh carol um uh they bring carol to sadiq to heal her uh to treat treat her wound because she has a glass shard stuck in her arm and he can't do it he has a panic attack and dr dubro has to take over and do it for him mm-hmm. so we're watching like dante be like you know he's like I'll, I'll hold it get the clamps you you know you take the you uh take the glass out and seal the wound or whatever and sadiq just can't do it and so he's like well you hold the clamps and i'll do it and sadiq's like I, I, just give me a second and he's like no i'll do it so he eventually does it Mm-hmm. Um, Sadiq walks off shooken. He walks outside. Michonne's outside. She's like, Sadiq, what is Carol okay? And he's like, uh, um, and before he could say anything, Dr. Dubro comes out and he's like, yeah, he did it. Sadiq saved her. Everything is good. He lets Sadiq take the credit. Mm-hmm. Now, I gotta say, I was a little surprised. I thought Dr. Dubro would have, I thought he was more of a douche than this. Me too. I thought he was gonna be like, 
i did it i'm the hero i'm the god of the because even just last week you said we're kind of like gods mm-hmm. and instead he was kind of like nah uh sadiq did it <clears throat> now maybe he used that as blackmail later i don't know but so far so good to me uh what'd you think about him telling michelle sadiq did it mm, i thought what is your motivation and my thing was like i hope you, you you're doing this out of just being the kindness because you don't want to know that the doctor ain't all there yeah he's the only one that's really run up on sadiq <clears throat> having these ptsd moments mm-hmm. it's the second time right um so then no, actually third because they happened <clears throat> i don't know if he was at that meeting but if he was at that meeting oh if third. he was at that meeting possibly mm-hmm. um so then um uh they uh oh so then sadiq is sitting down in the morning or whatever and dude bro comes over to him and <clears throat> he tells like sadiq his story and he's like you know uh i could tell something's going on with you you know i was a combat medic and in uh iraq or something like that oh and and uh before he comes sadiq sitting out there and uh eugene come penguin shuffling out and just stare at him and just penguin shuffles away yeah and also him and michelle have a little conversation about being parents right um but yeah so the dude basically dante says you go in one person you come out different i knew this one guy shit everyone knew him cocky broad shoulder adonis looking cat this is the this is the dude that never broke until he did lost the squad in fallujah blamed himself came back with the shakes thousand miles there the flashbacks going in and out of vas he was a mess and then sadiq's like he was a mess what happened like to the dude and he said you're having a drink with him and this sadiq started laughing he was like i'm sorry adonis looking cat and he's like god of beauty baby i'm just being humble <laughs> and i said you know what i like dante now mm-hmm. like it like that that, that like his thing might be i'm just a jokey type of person like, yeah mm-hmm. like maybe i it maybe it's my fault for assuming the worst of the dude unless we find out this nigga's the spy uh, uh, i hope he not like i kind of fuck with him and then the last thing we get is carol waking up because uh go she's having a dream she's laying down in the infirmary after having her wound healed mm-hmm. and probably on some good morphine and finally having some sleep right and it seems that the reason she hasn't been sleeping is because she's been having nightmares mm. and because daryl ghost daryl said that to her in the in the uh oh that's why they called it ghost because she was seeing shit anyway yeah she was actually in ghosts so uh she ghost daryl said to her in the um hallway basically like bad dreams that's why you're taking those and so now we you know we see her get a happy dream Oh, we need jam. Uh, it's probably someone at the store. Hold on. This nigga pulled out a wallet and some cash, and I said, "What the fuck is happening?" Right? Like, and also, like, I didn't know if this was supposed to be like romantic or not. I don't think it because it, you know, their relationship feels platonic to me in yeah. every iteration. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't like some love and affection. It's almost like mm-hmm. a, a son or something, but i don't know it's just a weird vibe i was getting from this scene yeah and, I, and one of the things why she is like that's family so people that she associate with family yeah it could just be simple as that and king ezekiel wasn't there 
right sure they're open right now she looks on the watch the watch has no, no hands. hands i was like the fuck is this no yeah. where are you going she turns around and sees henry and that that's what wakes her up henry gonna be getting a check forever from flashbacks she's out of those pills and my thing is like that dream looked like it almost hurt her more than a nightmare mm-hmm because regardless of what eve says she misses henry right that's why i didn't want henry to die because i care about carol and like eve <laughs> how is that hurt oh and then i can fast forward through this basically um she has two conversations one with michonne and one with daryl and michonne basically is like i don't really believe you saw the motherfucking whispers in the woods because you know she's like i saw the do you believe i saw him and she's like you was the only one and so then she goes outside to daryl and asks, does he believe her and he does because mm-hmm. i mean what's he gonna say he always believes her um michonne also goes to bed and judith asks, is it safe and she says yes we can go to sleep now um and then um i didn't even think about that so judith lily has probably been up there just staying awake for hours and hours and hours and hours on end watching over rj mm-hmm. and then we get one last part Insta. right one last part of the scene and that is um the dead bodies in the gym floor that she killed those zombies and it cuts to um what looks like the one character called gamma mm-hmm. um oh she's been shot in the stomach and and dead out and then she um she opens her eyes and she's a zombie now and that's the end Mm-hmm. so they was so following she, her she was telling the truth about the zombies so when i need to grow my business i use fiber sorry mm-hmm. she's she was telling the truth about the zombies that she saw in the um so when she in, sh- in the gym yeah so when she shot that gun she literally hit her right and possibly and she probably was telling the truth then about the one she saw in the woods mm-hmm. because um clearly um they did run away and stuff but following them into that school means that you know that that gamma or whatever probably was following her the whole time yeah i think it was two or three of them I it, was it was three, three of them, them in the woods so but I, only so, one followed them into the school that we saw okay so the, i guarantee the other two went back or they might still be following them i don't know oh that is true that's true you know and what are they gonna do when they find gamma are they gonna assume you know uh something happened because you know them they might pick up those walkers and sisters since they moved a new border that school might be in a new border i don't know right. you know so uh all right we have feedback let me try to get into that real quick um kiara right uh miss ct says the walking dead feedback i'll try to keep this short this episode scared me it was good me too baby and trippy to say the least it stressed me out and i just wanted it to be over but at the same time continue so i could figure out what the fuck is going on alpha scared the fuck out of me and she's one of the best characters they brought in to date her forgiving carol scared me more than her actually killing anyone right carol saying this bitch has to die is relatable and i hope she gets it together enough to kill alpha this is a fantastic episode i loved it and thank you for being the most entertaining review show of the walking dead look forward to this week's episode thank you 
um you know we try to keep it uh entertaining you know we can't uh don't want to give you guys no uh no half shit uh this is from turk who says hi guys woo chile these wednesday recaps have been sneaking up on me i had to make sure i to get my letter in early this week i find the whispers intriguing but i wish the storyline went as fast as terminus they have eugene the bullet maker for crying out loud make some bullets and shoot the motherfuckers and where's the rpg <laughs> they need to go to the pentagon to find some extra rpg ammo or instructions on how to make some and put this shit to rest i feel you on that that would be a good conclusion uh it was really nice of dr umar johnson to let michonne and them stay in his school oh <laughs> after them meeting with the whispers he even cleaned it up for guests oh, oh. uh <laughs> you over here off of uh wb the boy uh avenue uh it was good it was real uh i mean and what is going on with it with this country and this fixation on the opioid crisis first sesame street is covering now the walking dead has carol popping pills i don't think there was no opioids Mm-mm. i think there was some adderall uh no dose or something to keep her up who knows what she did to dr douchebag to get those drugs i hope he wasn't the one i hope not but i really don't want to see her go from prom queen to prom fiend in my pookie from new jack city voice uh eugene really spent the whole z-pac not knowing that like most men he is in fact trash i know the z-pac incel message board is lit between eugene dr douchebag and beta complaining about all the dumb bitches ruining their lives <laughs> telling them what to do but not giving up the poontang you have to be pretty pathetic to literally be one of the last men on earth and still can't find anyone shaking my head peace uh uh Amaya says in my best jesse spano voice i'm so excited i'm so excited i'm so scared hey y'all this episode (coughs) sorry this episode was awesome was it just me or did it feel like watching a mashup of say by the bell and mean girls carol on them caffeine pills and the entire caffeine pills the entire episode you're wondering what's real just like her rosita out here and like in a mean girl voice stop trying to isita a thing eugene it's never going to be a thing oh make you see the thing <laughs> and eugene out here being a total zach moore is just being nice to get in her pants like we didn't all know what was up from the beginning zach never did anything nice for any girl even the ones that he called his friends if it wasn't going to get on something and how many words does it take to say friend zone eugene haha ha, i cracked up when he said rezone in the love town classic nice guy uh and the meanest of the mean girls alpha's old smug but ooh, that smile that she, when she picked up the spike to move the border i screamed bitch i hope carol kills her with her, her bare hands she might yeah the other thing too man like alpha's voice sounds like a fucking plantation owner so it really brings out the worst uh whenever she's like we're gonna take your land i'm like that's what you said to the native americans and the blacks right that uh, that never ends well for the people on the other side then negan as his hit as the hippie yet creepy wood shop teacher i don't want to hey i don't want his bad vibes on me man laugh my butt off i'm so glad i didn't start watching till second half of season nah it's so much funnier this way my husband tried yet again to top me into going back to watch the introduction to negan but i just said i listened to the recaps i get why everyone was mad but he's hilarious 
I can't hilarious. I can't I can enjoy it because I didn't actually have to watch it. Listening to it through y'all was such a joy because you both brought such a joyful perspective into everything. You recap or review, and I really appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you. And I still think it was the whispers who sent those walkers. I know Eugene was about to say it could have been the sound of a satellite crashing, but I don't think so. When it hit Earth's atmosphere, it made the walkers scatter, not all move in the same direction. Next episode, well, see, that's the thing. I don't think it made the walkers scatter. I think the scattering we witnessed was the whisperers trying to keep the walkers in line. I think the walkers, if the whisperers what hadn't have been amongst that gr- that group and that herd when we saw it, would have just came. They would have just went straight towards that noise. Mm-hmm. Um, when it, so they, uh, that, they were actually taking two groups and merging them. Yeah, and I think that the they was like you know stay together and all that shit to keep them together, but and they still look like some of them was still creeping off, but they was creeping off in the same direction um next episode looks epic i love going to kingdom jerry is bae love y'all and mine mm-hmm. jerry is my man his five kids uh this is from k swag 0525 who says rod and karen we finally get a peek at negan what negan that negan it's about time we got rid of tomato picking negan and got back to the shit talking cerebral talking about my wife will get you your ass kicked negan and all and he still was in the control and all it took was Aaron's dumb ass. How stupid do you have to be to ask Negan to tie himself up? Negan should have invited Aaron over for spaghetti just to prove a point. You know what's funny is that uh Negan would have walked all the way back to that camp untied and been fine. Right. Like <clears throat> that was his thing. He was like, I'm not you I'm not gonna be tied up. You ain't gotta worry about me. We Right. He was like, You telling us to go back is the best fucking idea. I didn't want to be out here, no way. Right. You don't want me here, I don't wanna be out here, cool. But anyway, two things stood out to me this episode. Angela Kang took it to a new level with the hallucination scene. I guess it's hard to bob and weave when you shuffling for seven years. Down goes a whisperer. Right. Uh, two, I couldn't help but think of what would the best background music for Eugene and Rosita's little morning come fab be. My vote is for Deborah Cox and RL singing, We Can't Be Friends. Love the pie. <laughs> we can't be friends. Yeah. Oh, man yeah he need i know he be listening to all the music so child in his room come on you know he made all that uh i don't give a damn i just want to be with you music rod and karen this one is from monique kim doc another decent ass episode i can't say i enjoyed the watching experience because i was utterly frustrated with the fronting that happened in our faces oh my god sadiq talk to michonne or some leader and relate a fact you're going through ptsd before you freeze up and get people killed out there that toxic masculinity man he can't open up oh my god carol at least go solo like you used to and get alpha on your own all her antics are gonna get people murked out here the wave after wave of 48 hour watch walker killing was exhausting they did a great job of setting the tone there angela kang is really killing it steering this ship i had a question i wish she could have done it from the beginning this way right i had a question for you both and the chat now we've now met so many groups which adversary to our group do you think was the worst morally thus far <sighs> probably see so terminus was eating niggas so probably mm-hmm. terminus even though they got dispatched the quickest i mean that was a one episode turnaround but uh they was eating people dog yeah i think terminus is probably the worst you had the governor I had him in the a train yeah you had the governor who was pretty bad uh, I forget what his major sin was. It was like, uh, end of the day, he wanted that prison and shit because, right. like, his shit collapsed. And they made him kind of 
somewhat particularly when they did the episode where they went through his whole backstory on how yeah. he came today they so i was like okay i understand you had a little bit more compassion yeah i'll say terminus what about you mm, i i agree all right uh oh she also says i would say terminus was among the worst morally they set their shit up like it was a safe space meanwhile they were decapitating folks and eating people yeah and what people don't realize or remember about terminus that happened because they originally came to a place that was out, out supposed to be a safe space and the men in that camp took over they uh i think they sexually assaulted one of the main characters moms mm-hmm. and so after that they decided it was kill or be killed and so everyone after that they basically lured into there and you know killed them and ate them so like our like what's happening behind the scenes is i'm actually going back chopping up old walking dead episodes because i'm going to make a feed of just nothing but our walking dead recaps mm-hmm. uh for our premium people and so i've been going back and hearing some of the reviews that we did and i'm like oh yeah i remember that you know i was actually getting off this morning thinking about how much uh i loved abe telling negan the last words out of his mouth suck my nuts <laughs> oh so many good moments man uh to me it gets no worse than that although the group went through worse for sure negan has his moral code and stuck to it interested to hear your word your answers monique yeah i mean we're picking all the worst that are worse so you know it's not like there could possibly be a good answer to the shit right so i would say terminus karen before we get out of here what are you looking forward to next week Ooh, to see what's happening at the other sites it's going to be interesting uh to see because there's going to be some forms of retaliation so we will see yeah um yeah i would say the same thing um i think uh i think i want to see like what's going to happen with the new borders um and you know what's going on with the kingdom you know now that uh because the kingdom's gone really but what's going on with zeke and jerry right you know because zeke is heartbroken and he's no longer doing the uh the king no doing stuff. the and J- but jerry like you gonna forever be my king he keep calling him the mm-hmm. king he's like look look don't call me that right uh so i go by my real name now he's like a hotel pick me you still my king you okay still my king uh oh yeah and miss smart brought up the best answer i think uh i didn't call i didn't really think of them as an adversary but yes that group that was they had daryl in the group for a little bit and they was just like you call dibs on shit and you keep it and they was gonna like rape and kill carl and and rick or whatever those are the and rick ate that dude's neck Woo, Woo! And, and stabbed him the whole goddamn commercial break listen listen Woo! that was back with peak walking dead moment all right, y'all. That's it. We got to get out of here. Go to the Hornets game. Until next time. I love you. I love you too. Mwah. Mwah.